Welcome, welcome. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Bobby's Cryptid Corner, where we talk about all things creepy, cryptidy, weird, paranormal, folklore, mythy. Mythy. Is that a word? Listen, we make up our own words here, and when we do that, we drink. That's that's the thing. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, if this is your first time uh, viewing Bobby's Cryptic Corner, we drink every time we mispronounce something. That's the other rule here. Yes, absolutely. Correct. Up in the top left corner, as far as what I can see, we have Tony. Mm -hmm. I'm then, you. Yeah, what? Because I'm I a changeling. Ah. Oh. Oh. Meta. Meta. Meta joke. Okay. And then we have the goat over on the right. What's up? We have Bibby over here down in the corner, bottom corner of the right. George C. Scotch. I love it. And then I, of course, as always, am the Cryptid King. Ooh. So funny. The I'm so hilarious. King. So funny. Um, what has been new? We didn't have Bobby last week. So happy to have you this week. Hey, thanks. Um, we had a good episode last week. It was really fun. This one, I have to say, you guys made me really sad. Yeah, this was a little bit of a sad one. Uh, I was, it's I was full sad. of childhood trauma. I mean, that's our specialty. I mean, that's our specialty here. This, that, and the other. But uh, yeah, I almost was like, oh, this is like one giant hate crime. Like the whole, I was just like, I don't even. I don't even want to make a video for this because it would just be really gross. Like, just mm -hmm. it's sad. Um, and I think that at the end of the episode, it will come to one of those decisions we have to make of whether or not it's a legitimate cryptid or if it is just something that possibly was misidentified or just unknown for back in the day. Or just humanity um, being humanity. Well, we've we come a long way. Drinking, so buckle up. Yes, a yep. <laughs> so, in other words, this is going to be like every episode, except this one just hits a little harder. <laughs> yes. Than some of the others do. What? Why I is will... that? Are we going to find out? Oh, we're I'll just show out. you what what these things are. The changelings. So yeah, yeah we're going to refer to them as things. Things. Yes, we're we're these talking things. about the changelings, and you know this is something that. I didn't realize the lore went as deep as it did until I started digging into it. And I was like, holy crap, there is lore for days on changelings. For and, sure. And it, it transcends uh, so many different cultures, right? Mm hmm. Oh, it's all over the world, which, which is, is scary. Scary, scary. Scary, scary. You don't hear here's before we get into it. You don't hear about them much anymore. No, no. Which makes me think, uh, just right off the bat, it's one of those kind of old world explanationy things for the unexplained. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we're gonna dig more into what it possibly could be tonight on Bobby's Cryptid Corner. <laughs> Yes. Yes. I like oh, bring, up tonight. bring up the next one. Yep. Okay. Do you want to just do a really quick shout out, maybe to oh, yeah, let's say hi to everybody? 
Yeah, a yeah. Bobby shout out to. Yeah. We got Vanessa. Uh, we got Louise NYC. We got Enzo's here. Spooky. Aaron Desario. Uh, hey, Aaron. Kathy Splash. Kathy Splash. <gasps> Joe 5D. Loyal, loyal Joe 5D. We, we have love Aaron. Joe. Oh, we said Aaron already. Sorry. Hey, Aaron. Candy's here. I, I don't know hey, Candy. Candy. Hello, Kanye. Tommy G, the always uh, loyal Tommy. Hi, Tommy. Danielle, of course. Sylvain, Sylvain. I'm not uh, here. I think that's it. Kathy Splash, welcome back. For the early drivers. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been chomping a while. At the another week Since of Bobby's Drifted Corner. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Aaron is coming to uh, Contact in the Desert to meet us. He has his stuff already booked and ready to go. We're so excited. So is oh. Enzo. So two people already in the oh. chat that are confirmed. En did, en did Enzo finally confirm? We can stop our group chat about him. Wow. Okay. Here's what's great about the Tatiwaba audience. Uh, Kathy Splash says, I dated a changeling in 2008 for two months, and I got HPV from it. I don't know if she's being serious or not. It she could go we, either way with, with your audience. With our genuinely. chat? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We do see. have the best hey, audience ever. Bobby, guess what? This is also your audience. These are your people now, too. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm like, like still these trying people's to, come with to, uh, come to terms, with, terms it? with that. Mm -hmm. It sucks to be loyal, a changeling. We love Joe. Okay, Tony, take it away. So we have an elf or an oaf. Elf, and elf. there's a reason why oaf kind of plays into this. But throughout this Europe, like... different versions of human baby appearance, fairies replaced for the humans. So fairies would replace uh, your baby with, the, well, I mean, maybe their baby, maybe not their baby. <laughs> Usually identical. <laughs> The baby stolen by other fairies. Some plate in some cases replaced with a piece of wood, rude. Or they're possessed. They have a strange temper. They love milk. They cry all the time. They're angry. They have weird skin or hair in weird places because they're not 14 yet or 13. Okay. But the baby never grows. Which is weird, and they have a beard and long teeth. You just described yourself. Long what? There's teeth. Long teeth. It it is definitely something I think that kind of changes throughout, but it's definitely teeth and hair, which is mm -hmm. interesting for a baby. Even um, maybe just like mouth, like I don't know. I can't really think yeah. of another reason why it just like needs to just like continuously drink milk, like. And just the idea of teeth and hair on its own is really upsetting for some. Upsetting for anything, yeah. Like, like teeth and like hair on an found, apple. If you found a be. box of teeth and hair, it's like not a good sign, right? Could you imagine <laughs> popping out a baby with teeth and it's all? <laughs> when, when it comes out the womb, personal privilege. Since we talk about trauma on this show, I dated a man and he had a shelf in his house that had a bunch of jars with people's teeth in it. So yeah, fucking creepy. Right. That's like Very a thing. Creepy. That's yeah. definitely something that people collect, which I think is human teeth. Yeah, human yeah. teeth. People's human. But the teeth. worst, the worst part about it is Jamie kept dating him until it got right? real weird. Can I? You, you guys want me to be real vulnerable with you? Uh, his 
therapist told him to break up with me. And so he did. You asked him to? No, no. His therapist asked him to break up with me. And so he did. Maybe his and therapist this, was looking out for you. I think maybe I don't know, but like I hope so. It's a toss-up. That was it, that's right. a true story that happened in my life. I will. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay, so compared to the guy that collects human teeth, you were the fucked up one. Yeah, apparently I was the fucked up one. Yeah. Damn. You know, Crystal. To be fair, I was young and probably a lot more messed up in my head and not on track. Yeah, Just like yeah. the rest of us. I know. I was uh, like, listen. This is stable, he, Jamie, you're seeing now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm stable now. That's the thing. Stable Jamie. True story. True fucking story. So, uh, Hides and long grass is here. All right. Yay. So before we move forward, just to make it very clear, a, a changeling is when supposedly the fae fairies interchange your baby for another fairy or a fae. Mm-hmm. So they snatch the real one. Why would you want a human over a fairy? I have no idea, but um, that is the root. Yes. Uh, I just want to. I just want to plant this seed now. We talk about a lot on this show about how um, high strangeness phenomenon will will the descriptions of these things will change contextually with the time, right? So I would argue that UFO is to airship as UFO abduction is to a changeling phenomenon like you always like whenever someone starts to make that argument about phenomenon being based in your historical uh uh, context um it always goes airships then it goes changelings for some reason when they're trying to draw it to the modern day ufo phenomenon so just keep that in mind maybe we can find some more motifs as we learn more about the changeling you just blew my mind a little bit. I'm in loss. I'm and, in you, and you blew it a little early. So now look what you've done. <laughs> what I'm you trying to read. Does not compute. I'm like, reboot, reboot. Me. Fairies visit. Can't break fairies. You know. the show. Yeah, don't yeah. do that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> She's in a rough okay. day. She's in a long day. <laughs> I'm always having Five D is here. What up? Joe's my favorite. Okay, so like to bring this a little bit into a um a scholar's point of view, something that could possibly make more sense, kind of bringing it down to earth first. There yeah. was a very known folklorist, uh, D.L. Ashleman. And uh, so he is from the University of Pittsburgh. And he's supposedly known for being basically like the godfather of folklore and does specify in German folklore. And he compared the overall motif of of the changeling kind of reflecting back on what it was like to live in Germany or or Europe at that time. And um, basically, you know, everyone had to really work for what they had. So if you had maybe a child that was considered the weak link, they might not be able to like pull their weight. So you automatically probably think of them as being kind of a burden on the family. Um, And, and then like the hate crime in all of this is a lot of it doesn't just have to do with the looks of the child, but the behavior. Uh, So maybe a little bit more of a challenged situation. Which is why if they had different um, abnormalities that could possibly um, limit 
what they can and cannot do, then they can't just be thrown into the workforce like all the other children back in the day. Um, and yes, I heard it. No. Okay. Yeah. I was just going to say, um, yeah, like, is it like, especially if you had like a farm to run a family farm to run? Oh, hell yeah. We didn't throw our kids through, uh, you know, 18 years of government babysitting back then. We put them to work as soon as they could walk. And you Not had we. a bunch of kids so that you had a big working and, force. And your if farm. you're trying to survive, I mean, I'm not saying what these people, if this is one of the explanations, I'm not saying that it's like morally justified or anything. But given the circumstances of the time when you're trying to feed an entire family and you have one that's kind of uh, unable to contribute uh things like training this wheels. might happen yeah uh, for sure and it was very particular with poor families because poor families everyone there they're like working to the bone i mean this is where child labor basically began so if you weren't able to like push your two-year-old out and have them like sort fruit loops or whatever uh <laughs> what are they doing <laughs> no, i don't think they were doing that they might have well, been obviously not no, I like Fruit Loops. Um, so this is a quote from him. And he said, the fact that the changelings ravenous appetite is so frequently mentioned indicates that the parents of these unfortunate children saw in their continuous or in their continuing existence a threat of the sustenance of the entire family. Changeling tales support other historical evidence and suggesting that infanticide was frequently <laughs> oh, infanticide. What did I say? Infanticide? Yeah. Is that not the same? Inf so this infanticide. is almost like a like if we're going the infanticide explanation of this, it's almost like a creepy like tooth fairy meets an abortion clinic situation oh. where it's like we're just going kind to of, like yeah. take this yeah. child away and tell all the other yeah. members of the family like oh a changeling took it there's like a block of wood here instead. and then, then it. like abandoned in the woods somewhere or whatever the fairies right. took it anyway yeah it's a uh, very sad to think of uh your family <laughs> Uh oh, Lord. I don't want any part of that shit. <laughs> I'm tiptoeing around this one. Mm -hmm. I know I have so many things I want to throw out already, but I've already talked to him about abortion time. <laughs> I don't know this if there's a better great. time to talk about. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Keep going, Brie. Keep, Keep going, Brie. Uh, we don't have to talk about abortion quite yet. We're not there yet. So if we're just going to think of the fact that they were poor and a really shitty time and um, most oh, likely during a famine. Oh, I'm sorry. Likely during a famine of some type. Uh, then another child to feed and take care of would just absolutely be a burden. It would, it would be probably just like... Uh, Another chain in the link fence. Do you think that like this is a story they could tell themselves to deal with like the innate like biological guilt around it as well? Like you would you would almost convince Do we want to jump that much? 
I and have I like, so many theories, and I, 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 was I, like, yeah, I feel like I don't really, know when to already, jump into it. That's already jumping I don't into know. the end. I can go into yeah. that too right now. Okay, sorry. I have like off the bat, like a million things came to me, like postpartum depression. I mean, like there's so much that contributes right. to this entire story. Uh, so I will hold my tongue for now, and we will take our first. Damn it, we'll take our first journey around the world because it does, uh, like. Bobby mentioned earlier, this does actually like legitimately touch base on basically all over the world, especially Europe. So in Poland, let's just drink already. This was Zana. I think that's right. Fuck yeah. Uh, how about Bogenki? Yeah. Or Mamuni. There's no I in that. I said Mamuni. Off to the fairies. Mamuni. Still not an eye in that. Where do you hear an eye? Mamuni? Mamuni. Oh, Mamuna. Crackhead. Why does that baby look like a Call a fairy. Damn it, Momama. Momona. So in Poland, probably better pictures too. That's kind of scary. Is a basically portrayed as a female swamp demon. So it is indeed a Slavic spirit um, with very malicious intentions. And in modern day, Polish literally translates to strange woman. This in my head is already another hate crime. Diswazona. Uh, basically, I don't really know if it's the bush, um, but lives around the part of... Uh, like lakes, rivers, streams, uh, where all the foliage is, just like residing under there, under the bushes. Um, but is known to be a very ugly old woman. I put um, the crone in there because that's what it reminded me of. If we look at the mother, the maiden, and the crone, right? The female trinity right there. Uh, it, it's very much portrayed as the crone. Uh, long stringy hair and the best part about her is that her boobs were so big that she's known to be like caught right there along the river washing her clothes with one of her breasts that's how i do mm. it hot like her boobs a sponge or like a <laughs> no like it's just so big that she could just be like and the friction. So I'm saying she's like washing it like across it, like it's a like it's a washboard or something. Like absolutely. Doing the laundry. So Maybe she those, puts in between got those two pancake days. titties, and she's just wiping it. You know, well, maybe I'm saying in between, like boob, boob, but the object in between, <laughs> and just well, like where this, are we not on you the show? create <laughs> a friction. I don't know. We're just oh so. And she is known for wearing a weird red hat. That's just like so. Wait, strange. what is this woman? Is this woman uh, like? Are they claiming that this thing, the big titty mama, uh, kidnaps the babies? Or is oh the yes, the Balginki or the Mamuna is known to exchange human babies while they're <laughs> still in the cradle, and these babies are known as the changelings. So she, the changelings that she replaces for the humans are known to be like wild looking babies. Um, their heads are either extremely small or very enlarged. Always some kind of crazy ass teeth going on. A very large abdomen compared to other babies. A hunchback. 
uh, long claws, and again with the hair, just all over hair, all over the body. What if this is some sort of like weird human trafficking scheme from back in the day? So you have like <laughs> big titty mama in the woods, and she collects all the abandoned children out there, but like she doesn't want she wants like legit ones she doesn't want like the ones that were abandoned so she takes the already abandoned ones and trades them out for real children in the village Ooh. and just has a whole brood of like real you know uh, capable children and gives <laughs> the uh the unwanted ones back to random families <laughs> and big city mama has a whole brood of servant children but like what what do they do for her like does she eat them does she do do they grow up into adults like Like, what are they for her does she like murder them with her tits like what's her vibe i think they're like they're like a whole uh school of 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 uh, first it's her scratching some sort of weird primordial itch because no one wanted her because she's a weird old lady that's been shunned the woods Mm -hmm. sweet succulent clothes washing yeah so what she does is she she takes the children and like trains them to do tricks and like farm the land like a circus and like like do some cartwheels kids and like because they're all capable right because she's replaced the unwanted children back to the village anyway that's just mm-hmm. one theory oh, wow. i like to throw okay. theories out there me too right. i like i like it yeah, so in Poland, the changelings are known for being her children. So yep. the same thing continues when you have a changeling. It's just a matter of who's giving it to you. So like the overall traditional changeling in Europe is considered that the fae, the fairies, are the ones that are changing. And in this case, it's not. <laughs> it's Momama, Mamuna. Uh, who is a lady that's like switching her cuckoo kids out? Uh, it seems like a big hate crime, though. It's just like, okay, so it was a different time. You had to kidnap kids and hit them with your titties sometimes. I know we don't do that anymore. How sad. (laughs) Get her breasts from the fridge. Is that what I just read? Beers. My mind just jumped and thought that it read breasts. That's really great. Um, okay, I think actually we're going to move on to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Unless there's right. any last minute thoughts. Oh, no, I'm sure I'll have more later, though. More breasts? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. More breasts. No more breasts. <laughs> no more breasts. Is- so medieval Scandinavia. In midi this is so if you don't know what Scandinavia is, it's what we call Norway and Sweden, all the weird places where it's way too cold. <laughs> They're known for ABBA and uh yeah, Blondes. that's it. ABBA. Blondes. Mm-hmm. Yes. In medieval Scandinavia, it was believed that trolls considered it more respectable to be raised by humans than by their own kind for some reason. I know, right? And would consequently seize the opportunity to give their own children a human upbringing. Some believe that trolls would only take unbaptized children, which is kind of, I mean, no, you know, now thinking about it, I understand because trolls can smell Christians and will eat them. 
according what? to troll uh, lore. Yep. Oh, when did you do trolls? Are you saying that they, they give up their children to more affluent families to raise them because they're trolls and they want their kids to have a better life or something? I think that's what they're yeah yeah that here. still happens today in the world like you go to a third world country people will be like pull you in a corner of a street and be like hey take my baby like please that's so fucking me. sad I mean, though i would imagine America. trolls would be happy of their heritage I have, a, I have a friend who was more or less like not i wouldn't say kidnapped but like his he, his parents went to like guatemala or something and like ah uh, yes was given <laughs> was given to them by his biological parents oh my god so he's wow yeah. It's like a he's reverse like from, anchor, baby. He's from Guatemala. Yeah. It's just like, hey, there's no life for my kid here. Please Guacamole. I wonder if there might be some something similar going on here. If like we consider like poor people of medieval Scandinavia as like the dirty trolls of the woods and uh they want to like give up their children to the more like affluent families, you know, yeah. something to it. I'm just throwing shit at the wall. Yeah, what if it's not trolls, but these people who look like homeless and shit? Like, look at that. Like, what if that was just a normal sized person that they exaggerated in their stories? Right. And that's exactly what it is. They were just giving their poor kids to the more affluent ones because they knew that they would have a better life. Who's who is shunned to the woods, like the undesirables? And that that goes exactly. for like physical, physically undesirable as well. So like yeah. right. you hear about stories about trolls and ogres and all that shit. And like I know it's not politically correct, but I think that there's a solid case to be made that that is really just people, yeah. real people that were like ousted from society that made weird lives for themselves, just weird baby stealing hermits in the in the <laughs> woods of Scandinavia. So fucking sad. They're like, right. you're fugly. Go to the woods. Go to the woods, you. That's so wrecked. So wrecked. So, since um, they would only take baptized children, uh, once a child had been baptized and therefore received into the Catholic faith, the trolls were powerless to abduct it. Oh, no. It's kind of weird. They right? were locked in a priest basement at <laughs> the Nope, one before this. Brie, wrong slide. I'm a Catholic, I can say. Okay. This one. This one, yes. Uh, beauty in human children and young women, particularly traits which evoke brightness or re reflectivity, such as blonde hair and blue or silver eyes, which is what you get in Scandinavia, are said to attract fairies as they perhaps find preciousness in these traits. Also, Jeffrey Epstein was real fond of those <laughs> as well. Of what? I what would you? argue that most of humanity, I really would argue this, majority of humanity, I truly believe, happens to be like the ideal appeal of someone is like a blonde, blue-eyed girl. That's racist. <laughs> I, think I, think, that's I feel like that's been like a thing most over time, though. Yeah, like it's unfortunately what society a large chunk of society deems as like very gorgeous and beautiful maybe it they came back it. from these days maybe they I think it 100 well there's did. the whole yeah. there's the whole thing about the nordics like the nordic aliens and how they're mm -hmm. like, yes yeah and these are basically like nordics You're right yeah. like yeah i mean there's literally but like uh okay hitler <laughs> 
exactly exactly <laughs> go back to argentina yeah uh yeah so i don't no, know but i think um, that's a fact there, there there definitely is some sort of like innate aesthetic Major. attraction to like yeah. blonde hair, blue eyes not to get yeah. too genocide no but everyone every the majority of people seem to like that especially in i the like States. brazilian broads oh okay I, I don't care what anyone else likes not true, Night Gazer. We'll get into that later. <laughs> Some other time. Okay. Here they go again. All right, I'm let's. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it. It's true. Yes, they are. Get we'll get into eugenics it. for a little while. <laughs> okay. All right, let's yeah. move into uh, Sweden. Sweden. Uh, here in this picture, you have a human child raised by trolls. So. Oh, and she's like so cute. I would have thought that that was a fairy. Nope, that's actually the human that was raised by the troll. So this is the opposite side of the changeling, right? Mm, I was I was gonna say like, what do they do with the kids that they switch? And like, this is kind of like the opposite side. Like, this is the human getting mm. raised with all the crazy craziness oh of the trolls. Is it Can like? Can I throw out before you tell me? Can I guess? Is it that they want to make their kind look more normal? No. So they okay. Nope. So, but right. the thing is, this is kind of reminds me of like where the wild things are. That old uh, kids book with the the human with all the weird monsters running around in the woods. That's also a story about childhood trauma, by the way. So, in one Swedish tale, are. yeah, in one Swedish tale, the human mother is yeah. advised to brutalize the changeling. Also known in Swedish as a bort bitting. I probably said that wrong, so we could all just go ahead and drink. Bort bitting. So that the trolls will return her son, but she refuses, unable to mistreat an innocent child. So there's that motherly nature going on. Despite knowing the child's nature, so she knows it's this hideous monster. Uh, when her husband demands she abandon the changeling, she once again refuses and leaves her. Uh, oh, he yeah. leaves her. Uh, whereupon oh, just, he, yeah, what's up? This also reeks of a cover story of like I got knocked up by someone that's not my husband as well. <laughs> yes, I think Hides and Long Grass alluded to that earlier in the. Chat, was this so. pre or was this at? like before or after jesus because i mean that's the ultimate not my kid story right Right. that's what i'm saying okay okay (laughs) whereupon he meets their son in the forest so he (laughs) after he leaves his wife he meets his actual son in the forest wandering around free right and this the kid explains that since his mother had never been cruel to the changeling the troll had never been cruel to him. Aww. So it's like a symbiotic relationship. Uh, she feels what the uh, human mother is doing to her troll child. Oh, so of... the fate lays within the other family that they switched right. it with. Mm, that's mm-hmm. so interesting. And it, do they know that? Like, is that like common knowledge? I think so. They know to treat it well, or do they like? Is it just like they treat it shitty, and then their kid is, and they kind of have no idea? No, I think this is like a cautionary tale, not to treat your kids like shit. 
Which mm. is, that doesn't seem on, on it's point not. for this time. But, I'm going to go ahead and say that's not the case. But then also think about things, situations like this. Like, let's say, like, your village was, like, burned and pillaged by a neighboring tribe or kingdom or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then there's, like, there's, like, they didn't happen to not kill everyone. There's a few, like, kids left Aww. over. And those kids left over in the village amongst the charred remains of their <laughs> friends and family uh, have no choice but to go live in the woods amongst the trolls and fairies. Mm -hmm. Slash homeless people, I right? I think this is the only happy part of this entire story. So <laughs> since what I just said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the troll, the troll mother had never been cruel to this child, the human child that they stole. And when the human mother sacrificed what was dearest to her, her husband, they had realized they had no power over her and released the kid. Damn. Okay. Uh, that that is definitely like the fairy tale side, right? I mean, that's yes. like, do we make this up to feel better about what everyone was doing? That seems to be that seems to be the logical explanation. <laughs> or I mean, like Sweden's just cool. Like we all know that, right? Like when we think of Sweden, we just think of they're just like, hey, just over here doing our yeah, super neutral I mean, there. Yeah, back in the day, though, they like were raping and pillaging the North Seas. They're all Vikings and like. I mean, that yeah, that was kind of everyone though. It was very it was a rapey and pillaging kind of time. Sure. Yeah, I mean they were yeah the Vikings like. All right, are we ready for the next one? We are, Bobby. I think ah! this is uh, this is all you. All right. This Speaking photo eugenics, I found and could not Germany. use it. I was like, or could not not use it. I was like, this is hilarious. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. <laughs> so right Germany, <laughs> this look this looks like a Faith No More <laughs> album cover or something. <laughs> uh, the Germans. Um, <laughs> the Germans. They have their own version of the change lane, uh, but of course, in true German fashion, it is known as a Wuschelbog, or a Wuschelkind, or a Kleekloff, or a Dickkoff. Mm. Dickkoff. That's care. a good Kopf. I took German in high school. Let me see if I can pronounce it. Wischel you can do it. I have, I have faith in you. Wuschelbog. God, who would take German? Like Weichelkind? Kind is, means body. child. That just raised a red flag mean? in my book. What? Did I know German or tried to? Hold on. I want to look up. Yeah, she doesn't like something it. Real quick. I'm sorry. Don't fuck with the Germans. Okay. Um, <laughs> just we're in German. I'm just kidding. Going back to Sweden. Avidazen. Avidazen. Oh, it means exchange. It, it translates to exchange child. Oh, Wischelkind. interesting. Okay. You might want to, it might be also known as a changeling. Um, the last two, the Kleinkopf and the Dick Dickkopf. Um, I think just Dickkopf. Um, I think Dickkopf translates to dickhead. I like Dickkopf. I like that. Yeah. Dickkopf. Dickkopf. Um, well, speaking of dickheads, um, it's, 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 Supposed to have huge off. necks and heads of, of changelings, whatever that means. Um, so in Germany, there were a whole plethora of 
methods on how to actually identify a changeling and to return the replaced child. So if you realize that you had a changeling, there was ways in which to do the old, uh, what's the test in Blade Runner called? I can't think of it. Oh, where you try geez. to figure out if a, an AI is really, they, they talk about it in the news. If a replicant is a replicant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? Uh, the, um, oh, I don't know. Shit. You don't talk about the, Yep. And he's like, you see a tortoise walking in the in the desert, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, these are some deep cuts. So confusing the changeling by cooking or brewing in eggshells. What? Yes. This will. F- OK, so you cook the changeling in, in, in eggshells. And what this does in in true German fashion, I guess it will force <laughs> it to speak. Stop. claiming its real age re- revealing its position beyond synchronicity so it basically if you waterboard a child <laughs> in some eggshells fucking guantanamo bay style it will eventually confess to being a changeling and tell you where it's from and how old it is yes. that's probably the worst thing it's like through all these stories i the abuse that they would give these babies it's like the- if the baby cried they took it as like it admitting that it was a changeling that makes no sense. Like, this is the baby really, not gonna cry? all of this, all of this reeks of humans rationalizing, like murdering and hurting their own they children, were. they were, and chalking it up to like the spirit <laughs> world things. or whatever. It's the um, most, the, the worst thing is, disgusting. this is the most German shit you will ever fucking hear <laughs> if you've ever read the Brothers of Grimm. Like the actual Brothers right. Grimm story. This Thank is you, Sarah. Fucking on point with it. This so another way you not could. Um, band we are. That means you're doing something right. You're over the target, ladies. Thank you. Um, so you're the other way you can um, identify a changeling if your child's a changeling is you heat it in the oven. Oh no, uh, you guys. We should, I mean, back in the day, they should have noticed this was foreshadowing. The other way you could do it, there's a, there's a couple other ways. You could yeah, hit and whip the changeling. I guess you would just whip a child until it behaves or admits it's a changeling. And if it's a changeling, you're justified in like abandoning it in the woods or trying to return your. Like, like you think about like, okay, we didn't know much of anything about like child psychology that so say you got a bad egg so you just got like some kid that's like just fucking a real pain in the neck that (laughs) is going to be a real burden on your family come the winter when you don't have enough like food stored up because you're dealing with your crazy kid that -hmm. needs to be medicated um you know you can whip them you can put them in the oven you can brew them in some eggshells and get them to confess to being a changeling and then granted you're then able oh here's another one sometimes (laughs) the changeling has to be fed with with a woman's milk before replacing the children i don't that just seems like fun german stuff that doesn't seem like it has any actual use there's like they just want to watch i recently learned that you can whip breed (laughs) okay sorry okay so in German folklore, also, there's several possible parents uh, are known for changelings. And those are the devil, okay? There's the devil. Of course. Um, this was believed by the, not Martin Luther King Jr., but Martin Luther, as in the Protestant Reformation guy that nailed the thing to the church. 
Um, and, and they advocated for killing changelings. Um, it is a different time. Um, a female dwarf, and I'm not sure if they're talking about a mythological dwarf or like a, they're not, you know, they're not a little person. Mm-hmm. They're talking about a little person. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's why An the whole actual, thing is a fucking like, hate crime. Okay, you mm-hmm. can't you can't apply the PC moral superiority of today on people in a different circumstance. I like to know. judge them. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> it could be a water spirit. You like water spirits, Bree? Right? You're into water. I spirits. am a water spirit, but yeah, there it is. No. Just go Dude, ahead and get ready to drink. Put it uh, under any layer you, you want. You have the so Rogan Mume or the Rogan Mutter, which means rye aunt or rye mother. Um, I'm not even going to extrapolate some sort of German anti-Semitism from this one, but it's possible. Um, this is a demonic woman living in cornfields and stealing human children. So it could be a whole bunch of things. Uh, in Germany, I'm glad there was no like shit involved in this explanation. <laughs> does anyone else? Do, does anyone else's sector of the world get uh, dark like that, or no? Yes. What are you talking about? Okay. Oh, dark. I was gonna add, but if you if more is coming, oh, it gets dark. We're not. It gets done. darker than this. Yeah. yeah hey, speaking of done. Children of the Corn, I hear that another one's coming out. Yeah, they're doing a remake. Thank you again, Sarah. Love you. Thank you, Sarah. So as we move on to outside of Europe. (laughs) We just ended it where? (laughs) Now we're in Africa. The Igbo people of eastern Nigeria traditionally believe that a woman who lost numerous children, whether stillborn or early in infancy, was being tormented by an Agbanji, a malicious spirit that reincarnated itself over and over again. So that's just kind of really fucked up if you think about it. What's so, it called? Obanji? Oh, <clears throat> it's Agbanji. Agbanji. So this is a spirit that is tormenting a woman by she's getting pregnant and then, then it purposely Having dies. Still babies, okay. And then, yeah. Miscarriaging. Over and over. Or at over least that's the reason. Right. She mm-hmm. doesn't keep a pregnancy, so there must be some type of spirit. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, one of the most common prescribed methods of ridding oneself of one of these was to find and destroy its iwi ua, a buried object. Tying it to the mortal world. Oh. So kind of like some supernatural shit where you gotta like burn the bones to kill the ghosts, right? Super culty. Mm-hmm. Many scholars, those are people with degrees, now believe that the Obanji stories arose as an attempt to explain the loss of children with sickle cell anemia. Even today, infant death is common among children born with severe sickle cell anemia, especially in areas of Africa lacking adequate medical resources. Uh, The similarity between the European changeling and the Igbo 
Ogbanji is so marked that the Igbos themselves often translate the word into English as changeling. The Abiku was a rough analog of the Ogbanji among the related Yoruba. Why did I fucking pick myself? Yoruba. Peoples of <laughs> west of Igbolan. Wow. It doesn't get better uh, from here, just so everybody knows. Oh, God, it's exhausting. So sickle cell anemia is, it can be deadly if not treated properly. And it is something that is genetically predispositioned to people who are from Africa. Just like uh, hypothelicalum. Oh, God damn it. Hypothelicalmia is uh, endemic to people with my genetic background from the Mediterranean, which is like sickle cell anemia, except it's a genetic adaptation to malaria, but you can still die because yeah. you have this genetic adaptation. So, Jesus Louisus. <laughs> I mean, the, it, it seems like there are some areas where it's not as bad, and they like kind of sprinkle a little bit of like, uh, and then no. Overall, I think we're seeing a theme of um, disability, birth defects, um, scapegoats, scapegoats for sure, some type of mental incapacity, something like that. Human um, trafficking by Big Titty Mama. <laughs> Possibly. I would be really interested to know if there is a history of human trafficking that you could um, go back and like track. Like, where did it begin? Like, who started it? The they used to call it slavery. Yeah, that shit's been going on. Forever. I don't know why I said that. I think I was thinking more like sex trafficking. Oh, yeah, they did forever. that too. <laughs> That's a number one. In, it's a little bit loose, industry. though. It's why it's called the oldest profession. Ugh. Ooh. Ooh. I guess we should never be out of a job, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Are we next? Are you next? Yeah, what's next? It's after Africa. Ooh, okay. It's me. Uh, we're going to talk about you? Spain. Yes, northern Spain. And I'm going to say lots of things wrong, so whoever wants to push that button to drink, go for it. In Austrias, northern Spain, there is a legend about the Xana. They are a sort of nymph who live near rivers, fountains, and lakes, and sometimes they are known to help travelers kind of like on their journey, like if they need something, run out of things, stuff like that. Um, they often are described as little female fairies with supernatural beauty, uh, small and slender, with long blonde or light brown hair, and it's usually curly. This girl right here with her titty out? Exactly. The Xana would take their own, like, offspring children like it, it, it's kind of hard to explain because they're only female versions of them so i'm not quite sure how they re reproduce but they call them the xanoses and they would swap them for the human children one legend claims that it was so that the children would be baptized so they would like we were saying one of the other ones they would purposely pick a baby that hasn't been baptized yet so that way that they're 
offspring thing could be baptized and then the a trolls, different yeah. And, yeah and then a different legend it says that because the xana can't produce milk so they switch it out so that their baby can live okay and here's juice. and here's where it gets weird go ahead and bring it back up again because you're going to start to see threads of all these other stories and in, in here so the legend says that in order to tell a xana Zanu, Zanu baby from a human baby, you need to place some pots and eggshells. We got the eggshells back again uh, okay. next to the fireplace. And if the non-human Zanu thing uh, saw this, they would proclaim, I was born 100 years ago. And since then, I have not seen so many eggshells near the fire. And if they said that, then they would obviously know that it was not a human baby. Hmm. Why does it have one? to be that phrase? Like that's that you, specific phrase. Yeah. That's what like the quotes. Yeah, and some pots. Yeah, in your infant starts talking, you're gonna be like, mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah. Well, it would just be so like, flabbergasted by eggshells. Yeah. Like it'll give should I up. punt this motherfucker across the field or what's going on right now? Childhood trauma. Mm. No, for real. The whole egg thing is interesting. If you even take it to like other occultish things, you know, there's always like an egg thing involved in order to tell if something's like evil or whatever. Yeah, and this isn't even the end of the eggshell thing. Spoiler oh, that's the thing. alert. It's also like a weird theme of like fertility or like, like, uh, offspring, the egg, the eggshell, French, the weird baby, the lactating mamas. Ooh, lactating mama. I put this in. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to address it. Um, <clears throat> forget about it. Or right, to that. So, the moving next on. Wales. We have a place called Wales, which is in England. Isn't that where Kari is from or wherever? Yeah, some, no. some shit like that. They just like to eat fucking Close baked enough. beans or fucking something. Fucking beans. I know. I showed us that beans, yeah. that beans, beans in a fucking toast. coffee cup the other day. Yeah. Don't knock it till you try it. It's just, I mean, they don't even put bacon in their beans. They're just so fucking dumb. <laughs> anyway, it's next. Sure, you will. Bring, bring, it, bring the slide back up, Brie. Talk about whales. We're going to talk about the whales. And not the ones that go. Okay, so in that's Scotland. You told me to bring it back up. Yeah, we all saw this already. Furred. So, okay. In Wales, the changeling child initially resembles a human child. This is where it gets kind of weird, right? Uh, for which it has been substituted, but gradually grows uglier in appearance and behavior. It's uh, ill-featured, so it like doesn't resemble the parents. It starts to initially it does, but then it starts to get like ugly, I guess. Uh, <laughs> malformed, ill-tempered, so it's screaming and biting and doing all those other things. Uh, Maybe less than usual intelligence, so it's dumb. <laughs> <clears throat> it's like the kid who's like headbutting the goats outside you're like yeah i don't know where that boy came from but <laughs> me <laughs> but me equally I know. yeah <laughs> I know. <laughs> but may equally well be identifiable identifiable on account of its more than childlike wisdom and cunning 
I don't, mm. I don't know what that means, but I feel personally <laughs> <laughs> they, they give it a little compliment at the end there. Oh yeah. shit, I love uh, that. The common means employed to identifying a chain a changeling in uh whales is to cook a family meal in an eggshell. Now this is oh like God, I read this several times. How do you cook a family meal in an eggshell? Soup. You can heat up soup slowly with a candle. You could you make a, a poached egg. egg. You can make you a poached, poached egg. egg. Yeah. You can, uh, but it gets poached, even no, better. Like a, like, a, like a cooked weird egg. egg uh, yeah, you can do like a Scottish mm. egg. A Scottish mm, egg. Scotch eggs are so good. The child, what if it was like a... Sorry, go on. The child will exclaim... I have seen the acorn before the oak, but I never saw the likes of this and vanish, <laughs> only to be replaced by the original human child. Alternatively, or following its identification, it's supposedly necessary to mistreat the child by placing it, and here we go again, a hot oven by holding it in a shovel over a hot mm -hmm. fire or bathing it in a solution of foxglove. Come on, you know, I was they about all this, and the then I, I, you told me about no, the no, no. Region. They would put the shovel in there until it was like red hot, and then put then the put the baby. Or... They would force mm -hmm. the baby on it and hold it there until I mean, I think, and honestly, it let it cry or whatever. And what is the plant? Foxglove is that what it's called? Foxglove, yeah, which is poisonous. Mm -hmm. Bathe the baby in the foxglove. So they were doing things that was causing mm -hmm. such severe harm to anybody. But then when the child would show signs of agitation, as any human would, they took it as like it's, it's a exercising a demon, basically, mm -hmm. you know, but it's exercising the changeling. Mm. I mean, I think they could have stopped that. I've seen the acorn before the oak, but I never saw the likes of this and just been like, ooh, that's weird. It just makes no sense. It's like, really? If we put if if. I just feel like there's a lack of, uh, I don't know, just common plain sense. common sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like if they were to touch that shovel, they'd probably go, ah, does that mean that they're a changeling? Like that just Ooh. the thought process to me is just so out there. Reverse psychology. Hypocritical, I think is the word you're looking for. Got him. Got him. All right, what's next? So next, we're moving into the lowlands of Scotland. Oh, Scotland. Before you move on, I think it's also Wales, where after they would do that, and then the child would be, like, so severely burned. And the child would usually die within a couple of days. They would take it to a crossroads. And so the, the burnt baby, they would take Maybe it to an area... Where there's a crossroads and leave it there and take it as like, this is the chance, you know, for the changeling to leave and like the real baby to come back. Like it's at a crossroads. Mm. And if it dies, it dies, you know, and it always died. If he dies, it always dies. It was a 100% rate of dying every time. But it's like kind of fucked up. But that, that was their thought process. Like, well, we'll just take it to a crossroads and uh, if it survives. Yeah. It, you know, we're giving it a chance. Right. So now we're moving on to Lowland Scotland and Northern England. Uh, this is slide 13, by the way, because I didn't put it in parentheses. So I'm just going to read everything. Beach. 
In Anglo-Scottish border region, it was believed that elves or fairies lived in elf hills or fairy hills. I don't know if anybody's ever seen like the fairy hills in Mm -hmm. like Scotland and stuff, but they're they're (laughs) kind of cool. I mean, I'm not gonna make that joke. I mean, mean, I'll make that joke Thursday. Hey, okay. along with the... <laughs> you don't be in the area oh, to know that. Okay. Yeah. Where are your chaps? We're going to Fairy Hill. <laughs> along with there's Hippie Hill, so whatever. Why not, right? Uh, <laughs> along with this belief in supernatural <laughs> beings was the view that they could spirit away children and <laughs> adults and take them back to their own world of Elfheim. Often, it was thought a baby mm. be snatched and replaced with a simulation changeling of the baby, usually a male adult elf. This is where it gets a little weird. A male adult el- elf to be suckled by the mother. So this is just like a perverted Wait. midget looking for some titties. Some titties? Yeah. Hmm. Hell yeah. Damn it. Getting the milk, getting the milk from, the, from the human mother. Very yeah. very titty wanting. Did you guys read about that woman um, that had some sort of growth deficiency that like posed as like a seven-year-old? And was adopted. Yeah. Oh, she was from Russia or whatever. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And, and they then, had like, to like, mm-hmm. like they the, took her to the, the doctor like, and did testing on her. And stuff yeah. To get away, to get from, away her. from her. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like what oh, yeah. the orphan is more or less based on. Because she was like seven years old and she was like having her period. And they were like, girl, you are not seven years old. And the doctors was like, she is not seven years old. She's like 18. What's going on here? There was she's just like a like, midget. There was all these like legal loops that they loops. couldn't get out of the. Because mm-hmm. they adopted her, adopted her and, and they ended else. up dropping her off at her own apartment with like money, and they paid like a few months' rent, and they were like, "All right, deuces, bye." <laughs> Literally, yeah. that's what they did. Yeah, yeah. Joe Five D brings up a good point. She attempted to murder this family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she. So, like, so mm-hmm. that's what the family claims, yeah, and the girl says up. that she did not do that. But like, Robin yeah, knows. she said that she threatened to kill them. She's probably oh, yeah. just looking for a free place to live and a teat to suck on. I mean, isn't that what we all want? <laughs> She's in a family definitely uh, yeah. uh, Gen Z baby. Greg, don't hate on Gen Z. We had this conversation yesterday. Leave them alone. No, uh, the real baby would be alone. treated well by Dude. the elves who stole the, the real baby, and would grow up to be one of them, even though they're not really an elf. Kind of like the trolls in Sweden would raise uh, the human. And it would hang out with them and live their uh, their life with them. Same thing going on here in Scotland. Love uh, it. <clears throat> whereas a changeling baby would be discontented and worrisome. Uh, many herbs, salves, and seeds could be used for discovering the fairy folk and ward off their designs. It was also believed that in order to force a changeling to reveal itself, it must be surprised in the speech. <laughs> Or made to laugh. Aww. In I one like tale, they're all trying to trick them in all these things, like to get them they're to know what like, it is. You trick the baby, and it ancient. does something unbaby-like. <laughs> you're like, oh, baby, talk. Oh, baby, do this, and then it's it does it. You're like, oh, you're not a real baby. It's gonna do something fucking weird. Yeah. 
In one tale, a mother suspected that her baby had been taken and replaced with a changeling, a view that was proven to be correct. One day, when a neighbor ran into the house shouting, come here, and you'll see a sight. Yonder's, gotta hate fucking British people. Yonder's the fairy hill alone. So, if you put that into real English, it means the fairy hill is on fire. Oh, okay. The fairy hill is flaming. The fairy is on fire. We don't let no water flaming fairy burn. burn. Flaming fairy. You know how I like my fairy island. Yeah. Flaming. (laughs) To this, the elf got up saying (laughs) Scottish words. Was me? What'll come oh me wife in Bairns? Tony could not be. I don't even know what. Tony could not be European. Everyone, and I swear. No, I couldn't. And made his way out of the chimney. Why? Why did he go out of the chimney? Why not? Why not? Exactly. Why not? Why not? So it gets even weirder. So at Byerholm near Newcastle in Lilsdale. Something during the early, or sometime during the early 19th century, and I'm going to say this word, <laughs> we all know it's little people now. A dwarf oh. called... Midget? Oh. oh. <laughs> a dwarf Who's going to click called... the hate crime button? I, I'm surprised we haven't heard that 15 times this fucking episode. This is the most hate It is guzzling today. Oh, yes, it is. So a dwarf called Robert Elliot, or get this, Little Hobby O. The Castleton, as he was known. This is how they fucking talked in Britain. I want a fucking dope name like that. Little Little Hobby O. The Castleton. A little goatee yeah. of the gusto goats. Something. Oh my god, you're you are the great goat of Gilroy. <laughs> I'm not from I don't hail from Gilroy. I don't hail I'm, from that. I am temporarily cooped up in my Gilroy castle, but this is not where I hail. So little hobby oh the Castleton, as he was known, <laughs> was reputed to be a changeling. When taunted by other boys, he would not hesitate to draw his gully, which is a knife. It's a large Oh, knife, shit. I was thinking I was that. Thinking yeah. Gully, a, a story of a boy being a, a, a little person being bullied. Yes. I thought he was really exposing <laughs> exactly himself. If, if, if Factor Sci-Fi comes down to little people, I'm going to go hard fact, because I've seen him. So... <laughs> <laughs> So he draws his gully, which is a large knife, which I don't know if they if it's a large knife compared to the person who's pulling it, or if it's just a large knife in general. A large knife for him because he's a little person. Right. I mean it's a it's like a, a sword, it's like a broadsword for him. <laughs> and he would dispatch them. However, being that he was woefully short in the legs. <laughs> Who wrote that? They usually outran him and escaped. Usually. So that means every now and again he might have 
poked one or two. Cut a bitch up. You'll never catch us yep. with those tiny little legs. It's horrible. <laughs> he was courageous, Bennett. however. This is he's described as courageous. And when he heard that his neighbor, the six foot three inch William Scott of Kerndean, a sturdy, strong borderer, whatever the fuck that is, had slandered his name. He invited the man to his house, took him upstairs, getting a little weird, and challenged him to a duel. Scott, tall guy, beat a hasty retreat. Well, that's just a weird story. Thank you to Angel Wings. We didn't see it. I don't know what happened to the gift that they went by. We don't get a notification, so... Thank you for making that I want to see of Little Hobbio the Castleton. <laughs> yeah. Starring Chris Pratt. As Little <laughs> Chris Pratt, stop. wacky and hilarious. <sighs> so, <clears throat> gets even better because apparently this part of England is weird. Child Ballad 40, the Queen of Elfland's Norris depicts the abduction of a new mother drawing on new folklore for the changelings that they're abducting the mom and not the baby at this point. Oh, shit. Wait, where are we at? Uh, we're still in low Scotland. God damn. They yeah. Really get, they, they're really digging it deep. <laughs> Although it is fragmentary, it contains the mother's grief and the queen of Elfland's promise to return her to her own child if she will nurse the queen's child until it will walk. So once again, hell yeah, changeling kids need people titty milk, bosoms, like the stem cells of the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mother's milk. Uh, Mother's milk. Well, um, let's <laughs> go on over not too far to the Isle of Man. <laughs> Yes, Isle of Man. Which yo, is this is on is. Flaming Fairy Hill is found. So uh, I think this is the only Isle, right? Uh, yep. Of Man, so famous. They did Star Wars there, all kinds of things. So absolutely gorgeous on my bucket list in Scotland. Okay, is this where they filmed uh, stupid Luke Skywalker in the new one? Yes. He lived yes. there. Okay. Where he's holding out or... the... He's just... Went, where, where, what he where... drinks blue milk out of a weird what a goat. fucking horrible film. Right. Yeah. Are you serious right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, Don't get me started. Oh, my God. I'm ready to die. I liked the one everyone hated the best. Which was that? The uh, last Oh. I like that. Yeah. So uh, we got a wide collection of myths on the Isle of Man. And these are no figure fairies. Fairies are the catch all for anything unexplainable, it seems, with these crazy British people, Scottish people, whatever, <sighs> North Sea, people of the North Sea. Um, White people. And, and and there's been numerous stories that have been collected that concern these supposed changelings. So, for example, Sophia Morrison uh, wrote a few tales called Manx Fairy Tales. Uh, and this includes a tale of a fairy child of Close Nylay. I don't know what that means, but that's the name of the story. And this is a tale 
Kyle, that supposedly was swapped by fairies for a loud and unruly fairy child. So it's like the old reverse Like, And this, again, this reeks of we don't want to deal with our shitty child. We can't be... We cannot be... This person could not have come from us. This is... This is not our child. We're going to adamantly convince ourselves of that and do what we have to do to expel the evil from our little hut in the woods or whatever. So the English poet and top, topographer, topographer, George Waldron, who lived in the Isle of Man during the 18th century, uh, cites a tale of a reputed changeling that was shown to him, possibly a child with an inherited genetic disorder. So, yes, we're getting fucking like right back dark and upsetting now, again, on this yes. episode. Where um, we, belong. we belong there. So, dark to quote, uh, nothing under heaven could be a more beautiful face, but though between five and six years old and seemingly healthy... Uh, he was so far from being able to walk or stand that he could not so much as move uh, any one joint. His limbs were vastly long for his age, but smaller than an infant's. This guy, this kid just has like rickets or something. Um, right? Is that what rickets is? Mm-hmm. When you're all like feeble and lanky? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just may have made that up. Um uh, his limbs were vastly long for his age, but smaller than an infant of six months. His uh, complexion was perfectly delicate, and he had the finest hair in the world. He never smoked, spoke, nor cried, ate scarcely anything, and was very seldom seen, seen to smile. But if anyone called him a fairy elf, he would frown <laughs> and fix his eyes so earnestly on those who said it as it would look them, as it would look them through. His mother, or at least his supposed mother, being very poor, frequently went out a charring. Went out a charring. Uh, I think that just means gallivanting with the townsfolk. Um, and left him a whole day together. Uh, the neighbors, out of curiosity, have often looked in the window to see how he behaved when alone, which whenever they did, they were sure to find him laughing at the utmost delight. Yeah, he was stoked that there weren't people around him neglecting and abusing him. And making fun of him for being a fairy elf. So he's just like, exactly. Anytime around people, it sucks. So if I'm alone, I'm just going to pretend, like, anyway. Um, this made them judge uh, that he was not without company uh, more pleasing to him than any mortals could be. And what made this uh, conjecture seem the more reasonable was that if he were left ever so dirty, the woman at her return saw him with a clean face and her hair and his hair combed with the utmost exactness and nicety. Uh, so she comes back and he's cleaned himself. Is that what that means? That's yeah. what it sounds like if, if he were left ever so dirty. Oh yeah. So if he so he was very self reliant, abused, neglected child that got made fun of. He had the rickets, but he also had good hygiene. Is what I'm gathering from this changeling story. Is this where this comes from? The the term of um. Using fairy in a derogatory uh, context, do you guys no, think? No, yeah. I think that came from soccer. No, I feel like this is a start of it because this Are is you talking like, about like fairy the slander. Yeah. Fairy? 
just in general, no, like using fairy as a as a derogatory term, I feel like this yeah. would be the first time. It doesn't mean homosexual, like it oh, I see what does you're today. Like, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. But it is technically kind of I like a slur, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think that that slur as we know it today is like. <laughs> I think it's like a, its own thing too. So right, but, uh, but, but yeah, you're still, right. Like, just like attaching, like you would probably call some weird looking kid a, a fairy or a. What do they call him? A fairy something. I don't. A fairy elf. Fairy elf. Yeah, yeah, they were just like they were just people that looked different. Is what I'm gathering from this, or acted different, or had some genetic disorder or disease. It's very awful. All of this it is a terrible whole... episode. That's what I said in the beginning that I was very sad, and it, it, I yeah, thought, it... I don't even have a huge um, maternal instinct, but. When I was learning about all this, I actually felt gross for a while. I was like, mm. holy shit. I mean, I oh laughed at God. a lot of it, but. Uh, can we go to slide Okay. <laughs> Where did Jamie go? We're like, okay. She's coming back. All right. <laughs> well, it's just because the stories are so ridiculous. I mean, if you think about oh, it. We really great. don't need they're... this slide. Yeah. So uh, this, this is Cornwall. I'm sorry, I didn't put your name on it. Do you, do you want to read this one? No, you go ahead and take this one. All right, I'll no, let you. No, I'm not. I don't have a child. That's why I said I don't have mother motherly instinct. I don't want kids. I don't have them. Don't want them. But I felt very uncomfortable and very bad uh, learning about this. Yeah, none of us have to worry about changelings because none of us have kids. That's right. Yet. That's right. I'm going to adopt a changeling. Hell yeah, me too. Play the blues. I want a really fucked up one. So I'm sure you can find one in California. Won't be hard. (laughs) So Cornwall, which is another place in England, uh, the men and toll stones in Cornwall are said to have a fairy or pixie guardian who can make miraculous cures. In one case, a changeling baby was passed through the stone in order for the mother to have a real child returned to her. Evil pixies had changed her child, and the stones were able to reverse the spell. Oh, shit. Can you imagine trying to, like, push a kid through a stone wall? But that makes sense, especially uh, in that area, like... It, the stones in general, you know, multiple different sacred stone areas were known to be portals and they would come to and, you know, through. So that makes sense. But in that case, yeah, they're probably just beating them in. Oh, yeah, they're just like, Ugh. no good. No good. Well, this leads us to change. Did we already. Did we already tour the world? We did. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. So Bobby, you are our kind of movie mogul. Yeah. Tell Hit us it. about changelings so, in the media. I want to tell you first off, uh, the movie The Changeling starring George C. Scott is a very good movie, but it is not about these kind of changelings. Uh, so don't let the name fool you however what comes to mind to me when i think of changelings 
1974 horror movie directed by my favorite schlock director, Larry Cohen. Did a trilogy, I think he did all three of them, called It's Alive. Now, what It's Alive is about is a nice young couple has a child, and that child starts murdering people uh, Hell yeah. when it gets, when, as it gets scared. So I'd like to just share my screen and show you what okay. this child yeah, is. You like. should have hit the da -da 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 next time. Oh, did you want to do it now? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me share my screen. Well, I was yeah, hoping in the nice. time the time it was taking to play it, Bobby would have a screen ready. <laughs> no, I don't know about these things. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about these things. Where is the screen? Oh my god. Present a bunch of freaking boomers. That's what I got to say. What is that? Oh no. Bunch of boomers. Bunch of boomers. There's no hold on a second. It's Google Chrome. I'm older than Bobby and I know how to uh Hey, everyone just shut your goddamn mouths, all right? Hey, I'm the youngest one here, I think, but not really. Right, Jamie and I are basically try a same different age. browser. Actually, hold on. Sorry, I don't think a Talk year makes a adults. difference. I don't even think two years makes a difference. We're basically when you almost get... in our forties. I feel no, no. no. I'm, I'm my early thirties. Thank you very much. I'm in my mid uh, to late thirties. Is how I describe myself. Yeah, because then when people look at me, they're like, "Oh my god, you look so young," and I'm like, "I know." I don't have to play that game. Ooh, thanks, I enjoyed doing yeah, it. It's not, not going to let me share it. Did just it, watch it, it, it's it, alive from 1974. Watch all three of them, and then the third one, they go to an island. It. You can share. They go it. to an island full of baby, baby killer baby monsters. No, um, thank you. Has. Can I just send, hold on? Let me send. Let me send someone else the it's link. It's alive in the private chat here. Some uh, you guys got to see this monster Don't, baby. Does this look believable? I have only one pinky. I'll pull it up. in the private chat. Someone share that, please. Oh, Jane Fonda. Christ. You know what? I'm really confused about Jane Fonda because, like, on one hand, she's a right lady, but on the other hand, didn't she also kind of play us when it was like uh, Vietnam and shit? Hanoi, Thank Jane. you, David, yeah. for donating gifts to people. Thank of you, So this. Did it? Oh, yeah. So that's the monster you're dealing with, and it's alive. Watch all three of them. They're a lot of fun. It's just really raw like kind of b-movie 70s schlock nonsense about a killer baby i think that all babies look like this this is what all babies look like to me I know, personally when i see babies this is what i see every time i look at one everyone's like oh my god look at this cute baby and i just want to be like that baby's ugly and i hate it it kind of looks like Another, a waterhead or a melon is there isn't there a more recent movie with Angelina Jolie called The Changeling about actual changelings? Um, Wait a second, with Angelina Jolie? I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Two thousand eight. Let's check it out. Yeah. A grief-stricken yeah. mother, Christine Collins, takes on the LAPD to her own determent when they try to pass off an obvious imposter as her missing child. So I don't know if this is supernatural or whatever. Mm. 
I remember this. But ultimately, no. I think that, that, that kind of ties some loose ends here, though, because uh, everything we've talked about is pretty explainable in, in real-world terms, right? Like, we've talked about everything from, like, child abandonment to, like, we can't, you know, uh, people giving their children to other families to, like, you know, genetic defects, let's put them in the woods, to, like, you know... Uh, the uh, crones out in the woods that want a baby of their own the tooth fairy abortion theory um <laughs> and then of course uh bullying bullying and neglect of weird looking children and not wanting to come to terms with the fact that your kid that is not particularly desirable is your own child so you exactly. project some sort of supernatural uh justification onto it in order to deal with the fact that you will be abandoning and or murdering your child in the night. Or, I, like I said earlier, the other one is a way to cope with, uh, you know, maybe you got knocked up by someone that's not your husband. And it's like, ah, sorry, this can't be our kid. It must be from Whoops. the devil. The devil. And if I it's will... not baptized, it is. True. Yeah. I think the one of the biggest things that um, would kind of like activate this type of thinking were instances where the parents just didn't feel, at least this is what I read overall, is that the parents just wouldn't feel like the child was their own, just overall. Maybe disconnected or there's a weird feeling. They didn't sense that. You know, I think everyone realizes in most cases that there's this like connection, this parental connection. It's like, you know, uh, maternal or maybe um, fraternal depends, but you have a connection there. Mm -hmm. And in these cases, they were a lack of that. They just felt like this is something so foreign. This couldn't be mine. This is wrong. And this is why I thought earlier, like postpartum, this is so like postpartum and just overall depression all in one, because this still happens to this day. Like women, yeah. so many women experience this. And it's, it's like, of course, like they feel guilty. They feel bad because we don't understand necessarily, but this is a, a, you know, a factual <laughs> mental illness that we have to deal with. I'm laughing at Daniel's comment. Oh, and um, you know, now there's help, there's support groups, and then you know, you realize, okay, I shouldn't, I, you know, I feel so bad that I want to like hurt this baby, but then you know, back in the day, they're just like, must be the fucking devil. It must be this. It must be that. Because why else would I feel this way? Because it doesn't make sense. It's just like a lack of medical understanding. A lack of legitimate knowledge that we have now. Where right. they just ran with wild ideas. Yeah, where they did crazy shit. Like cook meals and eggs to get it to talk about acorns in the fucking forest. That's great. I love it. I mean, it this all really made child abandonment fun. <laughs> it's what we do here. It's really sad to me to think of all of the babies that went through all of these crazy things that they would do, you know, like put them outside in a storm where it's like, you know, 
many degrees below and it's storming and they think they can just leave the child out there. And when the storm passes, then it'll hopefully the changeling will have left the building, but obviously not. They still are left with the baby and most likely the baby's probably dead by then. It's a severe case of like child abuse in the name of something mystical. Right. And, you know, a lot of this, I mean, I think we should probably go to the scale. Like, I think we're getting into that point to where we're going to start forming opinions. Okay. Uh-oh. So, I guess I'll go first. Okay. Respect. So, a lot of this, I think it comes from... One, like what Bobby said, like maybe there was a little bit of a <laughs> side side game going on, and they were kind of like, "Oh, this ain't my kid." But Bree, you're not entirely wrong with the, uh, you know, the postpartum depression thing, and like people just being fucked up, and like we talked about of how this might have just been a way that people dealt with uh, children with mental disabilities, you know, hundreds of years ago before there was modern medicine or anything like that, or any, Mm -hmm. you know, understanding of what's going on in psychology and things like that. So I'm going to, I'm going to give this like a split decision. Mm. Uh, Is that a little bit? I don't think it's changelings in the way of fairies replace my kids as much as I think this is people figuring out how to cope with mental illness and thing in uh, birth deformities and genetic disorders. And they use that as an excuse and changelings was what they came up with. And they came up with some sick shit to try to, you know, force an explanation for it. I'm going to go next and I'm going to hard sci-fi it because I think it is exactly what you're talking about. I think what we have here, unfortunately, like we do with a lot of cryptids, there was an issue and a problem within the community. So they created a monster around that issue in order to excuse it or um, cover it up. And I think that this is just another tall tale sign of the cryptids that we run into. And we just have society using this as a scapegoat for not wanting and not bonding with children. Mm-hmm. I like to think of the, it's almost like the Christian upgrade in rationalization from like the former, I guess like pagan or ancient worlds version of child sacrifice. Like, mm-hmm. like, yes, they, these people seemingly did believe in that they were sacrificing things to some sort of entity. Um, but I think that, like you said, you know, people fall on hard times or whatever, or you have a family member that's not equipped to survive in the world and it's a burden on the family. I think a lot of that stuff can be twisted and um, used to justify certain things. And the other thing I want to bring up, too, is, and I'm going to say this as delicately as possible, um, especially in the cases where people are like, oh, like it was my child one day, and then all of a sudden the child was different and it wasn't acting like a normal child anymore. Mm-hmm. A lot of people theorize that that could be something to do with like autism as well. Mm-hmm. They, right, for I, sure. I for that at the for time. Sure. Um, I'm just like 
it is what it is. That's one theory behind it. Um, and then all the things we've already mentioned, like I'm going to ha actually hard sci-fi this because I don't Same. think that this is any kind of human trafficking fairies and trolls in the woods or <laughs> it, it could be people doing that. But right. that's the point is like, I think it's all explainable by several different possibilities. And uh, yeah, this was a dark one. Mm -hmm. Right, Brie, yeah. What about you? Um, you know, I'm probably gonna say sci-fi. I leave room for there to be like a potential that maybe some entity, you know, takes hold of a child. I, I wouldn't rule that out as a possibility, but when it comes to the overall folklore of the changelings, I do think that it was really unfortunate for a lot of these babies that were born under certain circumstances um, that were incredibly overlooked from a basic lack of understanding and knowledge that you know, we have now that, um, and, and I also feel for these people. I mean, imagine a, a world where there isn't even like birth control. So no matter what, uh, ev maybe every time you get pregnant, something happens and then you're just like, fuck another one. And you're already you're like looking baby, at it yeah. and like, this is already like, you know, I already don't want you, you know, kind of thing. I think that adds a whole nother layer on it. And, um, it's really hard for me to imagine a world where even if we gave them a bunch of excuses for like, you know, religious reasons or whatever, uh, that that is still a child no matter what. And, and to sit there and, and watch the horrific things that they did to them and be okay with that in the name of like, it could be a changeling from the fucking fairies. Like I, that just to me is just like really hard to swallow. It's just like. I just don't understand how people could do something like that. Again, I'm not from that time. So, of course, it's different now. Um, but I just see it as, like, horrific and scapegoat, like Jamie said. And um, it's a really fucking wild time to try to envision an entire, like, major chunk of time where this happened all over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder... If there are still other parts in the world, like in like little crevices where they s still pull that kind of shit. I don't know. Probably. Oh, of course there are. I was like, probably. That's just human nature, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you read about it on the news every few years. You got like the Casey Anthony uh, uh, yep. case. And then like you always hear about like women drowning their babies in bathtubs and stuff. Yep. And that's one day. Yeah, there's all sorts yeah, of wild shit out there. There's some sort of wild mental illness stuff that still goes on there's a lot of people who who's grown children like they have mental breaks and they think that their kids are like um being possessed by the devil or some shit like all sorts mm -hmm. of crazy things fucking happen still to this day i just think that sometimes that's true though it, it's just yeah right it's just not i think maybe it's just not happening more on a larger scale that's why you're not hearing about it or it's not necessarily it, 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 newsworthy if you, the news isn't getting a hold of those kind of scenarios and cases and things it's it's i think this all boils down to like what lens and what like contextual paradigm people of the time view this action as so it's like it's different today because we have seemingly more scientific explanations or we have labels for certain conditions and we've evolved past like you know um 
we have a bundle. You know, we we have we have ways in which to provide for like less um, capable people and things like that. But um, and then th conversely, throw uh, uh, communities of back in the day that are literally like having kids more or less to have more farm workers and whatnot. And it's then so lucky throw, to have a farm. Then you throw the more spiritual, you know, uh, esoteric lens on it or more, you know what I'm trying to say, like more yeah. religion-based lens uh, of this situation. It's like it's the same thing, just with different paradigms. For sure. It's, oh, man, I don't know. I, I imagine also when those things happen, you feel shame. So, like, maybe mm. you give birth to someone... Um, a, a more physically challenged individual and maybe you feel the shame of that so the easier way is to just be like it was taken by a changeling I gave birth to it it was perfect and then all of a sudden out of nowhere yeah. this up. thing popped up here in my in this crib here mm -hmm. but then yeah, like, I mean the <clears throat> you must when you actually heat the fire and you put the baby in the basket and you move that basket over the fire and you just wait for the baby to burn. Well, I think a lot and of the times I mean, other people are doing it for them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's the mom itself pushing into the fucking well, fire. I'm sure it's also, just somebody from the family. You, you let's put that up against like, how, how did we try to identify witches? It's like, hmm. even if you yeah. do conclude that it's not a real witch, You've pretty much killed it at that point. You've gone too far, yeah. yeah. So you're like two birds with one stone. It's like, it's like, well, what's the real motive behind this, mm -hmm. um, this method to find out if it's a changeling or a witch or whatever? It's like, because the end really game was always to get rid of it, or yeah. is it really to like get rid of it, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, I don't know. All right, guys. Well, this was a fun episode. Um, we, if you, this one, if you thought this one was dark, our show on Thursday, Uninformed, can dark. and will get darker. Um, mm -hmm. If you want to talk about childhood trauma, that show's full of it. Um, no. That's not true. Oh, well, it could be hot dogs or a sandwich, or it could be... Yeah, it could be like, know. how do you feel about Froyo over ice cream? Like, you don't fucking know. We never know. You never know. Uh, any, does, does, does anyone else have any final thoughts before I hit that that video? Yeah, I want to yeah. say. Okay, go for oh. it. Ladies first. <laughs> thanks. I just want to say uh, thanks everybody for watching and UAP Chinese Balloon Lover is here. That's a great name. It's a great one. Uh, just go hey, ahead. Leave us a comment to help us with the algorithm to help this show, you know, grow even further so more people can be traumatized to the shit that we talk mm -hmm. about on mm -hmm. this show. Because this is what we do all the mm -hmm. time. I'm almost yeah. at the point of giving up. I got to tell you. <laughs> I'm almost, I'm at my giving up point. So you picked like, this one. I'm going to it for my It was turn. like next week it's more fun. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying more. I'm saying podcasting in general. Like we've hit this weird cap of just like not being shown to the world. We're like here and then all of a sudden we went, Ew. Oh, I know. And it's just like, what's the fucking point? Like nobody Go outside, touch grass. Listen to Not For Everyone podcast. That's my show. <laughs> we talk about uh we talk about weird cult 
horror movies and things like that if you're into mm. that kind of thing no. also, like if you think this show is dark and offensive my show is like it, trigger warning like it, it's not for everyone that's what it's called it's called it's, it's called it's not real. for everyone podcast uh starring me and my buddy talking about talking smack yeah nice. oh, it's great all right we love you guys we'll see you guys on thursday, thursday. deuces have a Sorry. Good night.